Hello everyone and welcome back to, I think this is the third episode of our second season. And everyone, we have a very special guest. She's back. I know you guys have missed her. Elise. Better than ever. <laughs> I am back, people. Dude, it has been so long since you've been on here because... It just never worked out like at the end of the semester, last semester. So I would end up like filming alone. And then I had to film a couple over winter break. And obviously I was alone. And I swear all like the last probably like four episodes of last season. Every time I was like, Elise will be back next week. She'll be back next week. And then you never came back. Oh. <laughs> and I filmed I'm sure, I'm sure the people were very disappointed. Well, yeah. And it's honestly kind of hard. Like... I didn't realize how much I actually missed having someone else to like bounce my ideas oh, off yeah. of because I'm sitting there talking and I feel like I did an okay job, but you know, I just feel like I'm sitting there talking about, um, whatever my top for like 20 to 25 minutes straight, just on my own. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I did it. Just and talking I was just to yourself. essentially <laughs> just talking to myself. Like I, and I think I was like going back and editing and I was like, I posed a question and I was like, who's going to answer that? <laughs> Other than myself. Oh, and wait, you, like, you in the back. Me, you, oh. you over there, Julia. I will answer. <laughs> it was honestly like editing was just a nightmare. I was super embarrassed. Um, so Elise, we, this semester you have already missed two very good episodes. And I really wanted to film with you. I think I that last podcast, I think it was two or three weeks ago. It was a couple of weeks ago, but I did. And I really wanted to um, have you on because I think you would have liked this. But I was talking about like food is fuel and like mm. seeing and, you know, the importance of food and mm-hmm. nutrition and how that's really hard. And, it, you know, and, and I was talking about our our body image episode and how those like body image and societal stuff conflicts with what your body needs as an athlete and. It was good. It was a really good topic. Good. But yeah. I know. And then the week before we did, no, we, I, <laughs> I did, uh, I was talking about sleep and all of that oh. stuff. So, but, um, okay, well, I will let you talk about what you've been up to. Everyone knows what I've been up to, essentially nothing. <laughs> and I feel like what you're doing is a little more exciting than me. Oh. So you go. Well, um, for my fans out there, <laughs> I, I got an internship. Woohoo. Ooh. Um, I am working 40 hours a week as a group fitness instructor at a gym called Upraxia. There's a couple of locations around town. Um, it's not your normal gym. You don't walk in and there's, uh, you know, machines everywhere. This is more like group class based. So there's, there's multiple class times a day. And you walk in and the workout's already there for you and you have an instructor and they yell at you and... The music is cranked up and it's super fun. And on Wednesdays we do kickboxing, so that's what I taught today. Oh, is that every Wednesday? That is every oh, Wednesday. Oh, that's what you meant. Cause and uh, yeah, okay, it's it's a lot of fun. And obviously I do a lot of dirty work, but that comes with the internship. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. But that is what I'm up to these days. It's not fun for me because <laughs> I have separation anxiety without a leash. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it well, is. Well, sometimes some well some days I have to. Uh, be at work at 
4.45 in the morning. So that means I'm getting up at 3.45, which yeah. is an ungodly hour. That yeah. is, it's just wrong. That's not, that shouldn't be happening. But, no, it's crazy. Um, there's been uh, a few times, maybe just a couple, where I've woken up. <laughs> and I, trust me guys, I'm very, very quiet. At least I try to be. Yeah. And, but our, our toilet's very loud. So oh, when I flush the toilet, so loud. it's loud. So I'm like, oh, dang, I probably woke her up. Anyway, there's been a couple of times where Julia has moseyed on out and we had a nice little conversation at four o'clock in the morning no i feel like our toilet is so loud <laughs> it is and i have never like woken up and been like that's what woke me up i think i just inherently like yeah i i just know i have a sixth sense whenever you're moving well, around the apartment okay, slightly unrelated but tune into next week when we um unwrap our opinions about a bidet oh god <laughs> the people that one person listening is feel like we didn't to, sign up for this to call in and yes. i, I want to hear all about your opinions your experiences your uh your feelings towards bidets but anyway moving forward. unrelated but like it's a it's a conversation at least and i have had yeah okay uh, moving forward moving we're on. all caught up with what we've been doing we are super stoked um and we so I have had this idea for a while and I feel like every uh, every episode that we have filmed, we've always talked about like our more positive. I mean, we've had a couple of, I mean, some of the stuff we talked about has been a little bit heavier, like we talked about body image and we talked about like mental health stuff, I think. But for the most part, I feel like we only have ever talked about like the positive sides mm-hmm. of like athletics and all of that. I mean... I don't know. I go back and forth if we like really shed that great of a light on it or not. I think we do a pretty good job. But now, so this is our first time shooting um, since Elise and I have finished volleyball. And mm-hmm. we have stepped away. It has been months. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't played mm-hmm. since November. Haven't touched um, a ball. Since uh, before we had COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we got COVID, and then our season ended, and we were finished. So we ended very – it was – yeah, it was was really tough to end on that note. Um, But it's been, gosh, four months then? Yeah. Four months since we have been, like, involved with the team, involved with our coaching staff, involved with, like, athletics in general. And this is nothing to say, like, that we didn't love our time playing collegiate volleyball, but I think you just notice things when you're able to step away. For Absolutely. a period of time. And we have talked about this a lot. Like, you know, and, and we miss it. I feel like I miss volleyball a lot. I miss playing a lot. And I miss, like, the camaraderie and being around everyone. But, you know, so anyways, we kind of cooked up this idea that we wanted to talk about, like, just the cold hard facts of um, of college athletics and kind of how it can be super toxic. And, and kind of, I guess, like, how we dealt with that and, like, combated that and... Again, like, I, I do feel like the benefits for some people outweigh the negatives. And I think that was our case. I think mm-hmm. that having that structure and stuff was really good for us. And it obviously gave us each other. Um, but, I, I mean, there was definitely some, like, j- just stuff in general that comes with college. And I know this isn't just particular to volleyball or the women's volleyball. I think this mm-hmm. is probably – you'll find it on every team. Yeah. In some form, I know at Hofstra it was super toxic. And yeah. I know you said at Pima you guys were always, like, very close. Right. But right. there's just things about college athletics that it doesn't matter how much you love your coaching staff or your team. The, it always – it'll always, mm-hmm. like – 
it's very different once you step away and can look back yeah. at your time and look back at your priorities and yes. what you gave your effort and time to mm-hmm. and you just kind of realize man you know there's a couple things you would have done differently yes and that's really good yeah to step away and I think like the big message that you know I think we would like to come yeah. across is that if you are you know wrapped up in college sports like first of all good for you keep, yeah keep going keep yeah. pushing keep grinding it out but take a second to not you not you know take a break or quit or anything but just step back and just just take a second to look at your life as a whole what's you know kind of taking up your time and your emotions and what are you prioritizing because which I I mean we'll get into but yeah just take a second I and I feel like our realization towards all of this really stemmed from COVID like obviously there's stuff that had been going on before, but I feel like this past season, and I think we've touched on this before in this podcast, but we talked about how you and I, for the first time ever, like this quote unquote season that we had, we were able to truly play like carefree. We didn't care about anything. I mean, we wanted to get out there and have fun essentially Mm -hmm. was our only goal. We didn't let like anything bother us nothing the coaches said nothing the girls said not how we played not like how stressed we like we just went out there and like bawled Mm -hmm. and so I feel like we spent a lot of time reflecting on how wrapped up you get in these little things like people get so and I wish that we would have realized this sooner because I think we would have had an even more positive experience like Mm -hmm. you get so wrapped up in stuff like playing time and like clicks on the team and like do the coaches like me and oh I had a bad practice bad lift and now that you and I have walked away and this has been like three or four months it's like why did we even waste our emotions on that like why Mm -hmm. did we let ourselves because I can't tell you the number of times we would have walked out of practice or lift and been like oh right or someone would have said something oh like the coaches would have said something the girl someone would have done something to make us so mad and and it would have just like eaten us up and we would have spent so much time and energy like mm-hmm. mulling the same thing over and over in our heads and it was so bad right i it remember so a bad. specific time actually last year i think it was last well not not during covid season but the season before that i remember i think we were halfway through and i was just emotionally drained i remember mm-hmm. sitting in my car probably just like breaking down yeah and just being so upset at everything volleyball I remember you know talking to my parents my old coach just going through the whole list of things that was just wrong it's like a list of grievances right (laughs) right like seriously my life and my emotions were just at a a low like it was just awful and I I remember like getting out of the car I was just sitting there for like hours Finally getting out and just, like, taking this deep breath going, like, my life is so great. I know. I have a supportive family. I'm in a place that I love. I have a working car and a great house, a great roommate. Like, everything is great. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm acting like the world is falling apart around me because I've put all my emotions, all everything into volleyball, which... Sometimes you have to do, 
if you're now like on your way to a championship, like everything around you like yeah. needs to be focused on that. But I was in mid-season. We weren't doing too hot. Like what the heck was I wasting my time on? I, I feel like what, and this I don't think is just, you know, the two of us. I think this is a huge issue for student athletes in general. I think when it becomes toxic is when you start to like, um, tie in your performance or your sport or whatever with your self-worth. Like you have to be mm-hmm. able to mm-hmm. like turn it off and yep. be like, you know what? You walk out of the gym and just let it go. And you and I, and I know other people on the team. I know other athletes. Um, th- it's an issue. You can't turn it's it off. Huge you sit there and mull over for like the rest of the night, how mm-hmm. much you suck or yeah. how much the coach has pissed you off and how much you did this and that. And, you know, it just, and all you want is like your validation. Like you want the validation mm-hmm. from the coaches or from your teammates or Sometimes whatever. Sometimes you're not going to get it. So does and, that mean you're a terrible person yeah. and, you know, you, you don't mean anything and gosh, you're just not going to mount up to anything? Absolutely not. But that's what you're going to think. And so no, exactly. now looking back, it's like, man. It makes me sad. It yeah. makes me sad it's, because it's upsetting. you and I in that past season, and we could see you know, some of the other, you know, underclass people who haven't maybe figured it out or tried to understand. And they may, maybe people never will because Mm -hmm. you and I were in such a unique situation Mm -hmm. that we truly had nothing to lose. Like literally nothing to play for. There was Mm -hmm. no playing time at stake. Like there was no real seat. We were just practicing like, Mm -hmm. and for what? For nothing. Mm -hmm. And so you and I were truly able to get out there and it was so like liberating, but Mm -hmm. we would see these other girls. Like I remember we would sit in these little zoom meetings and people would And that was you and I, that was you and I. And they would just talk about how it was so like, like breaking them down and you know, that they were having bad practices and having bad and, and you know, you can't make someone because for them, like there is a, there is an upcoming season, like, you know, so they're just in a completely different situation than we are, but, oh my gosh, I just, it is, it hurts my, it really hurts me. Mm -hmm. It hurts me that you and I were like. Uh, we we're so tied up in it, and then you walk away, and you're like, "What? What? Right? Like, like there's why? so many other things going on in life. Like yes. I, I moved here to be closer to family. That yeah. was the number one priority. And there were times that I got my pri- priorities mixed up. Yes, I really, really did. I remember you and I both went through a bit of a situation where we were so hyper-focused on volleyball. We were not calling our parents. We weren't mm-hmm. calling our siblings, our friend. Like, it was just... Sleep was compromised. Yeah. Meals were compromised. Like, we were staying up till 2 a.m., like, just dishing out that yeah. day's practice. Yeah, for hours we would do this. And it's just ridiculous. Right. I think that's the other, like, reality is that so often student-athletes get their priorities all mixed up. Mm-hmm. And, well, and it's, at the D3 level, it's so blurred. It's right. so hard mm-hmm. because you should be, you're a student, you're a student yeah. athlete. And there should be such a hyper focus on school. Like we are here mm-hmm. to get our degrees. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I do know that I, I felt like uh, we did. And I would say our team as a whole, like just certain things just felt compromised and felt like mm-hmm. we couldn't pursue always like other other things like it wasn't as much of a space especially just because you're so busy right season and you really have to carve out that time and it's so necessary because Mm -hmm. now you know you and I 
you know, we've got jobs and we've got this and we've got like, we have found other things to like put our, not like put our value in, but like that Mm -hmm. we're good at and that we love and are passionate about. Like Mm -hmm. the story didn't just end with volleyball. And I feel like that was really scary to think about for a while that volleyball was going to be completely done. But now Um, we're kind of paving our way into what we're going to do after graduation. Like this is, this is where the mind needs to be, you know, moving forward. Yeah. So, and I think we learned a lot. I mean, I you and I are both going to be wrapped up in careers. and, mm-hmm. and ha- But, again, being able to step away from anything that we're doing. Yeah. And looking around at the people we love and the things we love to do. And it's like, okay, am I giving myself out in equal amounts? Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I totally agree. I know another point we wanted to um, to touch on with... Uh, how like college athletics can be toxic is playing time and your relationships like with the coaching staff and your teammates if you're not finding like playing time and how real that is Mm -hmm. and you know what I just feel like Yes. Okay. Right. It's, it's sad to be like, I didn't like someone in the moment because they played and I didn't. And I know that sounds bad. Mm -hmm. I know that that sounds bad, but you, you just, people are human. You can't always help. Mm -hmm. It's natural to feel these like jealous emotions and, and it can be really harmful. And you know, the thing I always found also to be difficult, um, is is finding a way like okay you know you go through a practice and you might like get into it with someone you might like I remember like there being practices where we play oh god I don't even remember the game what was the game we would play where was it deep court no throw ball maybe I can't remember the- wherever anyone on the team at any of the hitters would get up and absolutely like slam the ball mm-hmm. and everyone would get so freaking pissed like and I remember yelling at people. I remember hearing other people, like, get so snippy with each other. And then, not only do you have to, like, move on from that, you have to be able to walk off the court and be a grown-up and move on and be able to separate that. And I feel like college athletics can be really toxic because that's not something that is easily achievable for everyone. Well, that, but then you also have, you know, this this thought that like everyone needs to get along and work together. Yes. And yet you have coaching staff sometimes going, be aggressive with each other, demand what you want. Like yeah. if, if you didn't think, you know, that person slammed the ball or not, you need to get up in her face and stuff like that. But then you yeah. have it on the other side and, and that's tough. It is tough. And the thing I just am such a firm believer that I think gets lost is that, you know, every person is so individual and has different like not love languages but ways of like communicating Mm -hmm. I guess is probably what I'm trying to say there everyone's got such a specific way of communicating that some people are not receptive to like yelling and screaming and getting snippy and some people are Mm -hmm. and some people can like hear that in one ear out the other and move forward and some people like I feel like I have a hard time moving on after someone has yelled at me. Like, mm-hmm. I have a hard time. And that's a bad trait, obviously. And you don't want it to impact your relationship with people. You want to be able to move on because that's the right thing mm-hmm. to do. But it's so freaking hard. And then you right. throw in, like, 
just the toxicity of playing time and who's playing and and you know do, don't you feel like you deserve to play and not and mm-hmm. what or this person should play over this person and right you're moving towards like like a common goal of the team doing well but what happens when the team isn't doing well and right. the lineup never changed like so many little micro details get in there that it's so easy to be like well you should be happy if someone's playing you know if that's right. what's best for the right. team but of course then you get other people in your ear being like yeah well is that the best for the team and whatever and i just feel like it gets so and yet you should be demanding what you want for yourself yeah so where where does that line Mm. get crossed i I don't know i know because you don't want to seem selfish you don't want to seem like a bitch but you you are still being asked to be selfish Mm -hmm. i just i mean i feel like the only way to do that is, you know, the coaching staff and and the team has to have such a complete line of, like, open, open, open mm-hmm. communication. Like, open door. I, I you, you just, you can't have any secrets. You have to be willing, as a player, to say and hear really difficult things. And then I think in return, as a coach, you have to not only say hard things to your players, but be very receptive to when they're coming back at you. Because I feel like, at the end of the day, I would say... You know, Eagle Athletics mostly recruits, as far as I know, I know the women's volleyball team, everyone's got a good character, right? I, I can't attest to the other athletes, but you, you have to know that most of those people are saying these things out of, like, respect or love and not a place of, like, hatred mm-hmm. or anger or anything like that. Right. And anyways, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel like I could talk about this forever because I... I feel like you and I have just grown so much in these past, like, couple months and are just so able and, like, happy to completely, like, step away and, like, relax and, like, let out a breath of, Mm -hmm. you know, a sigh of relief Mm -hmm. almost, like, again, very sad to be done, but it just, I think, was maybe the best thing for us. Like, it, it is exciting. Like, it's exciting because now we can take whatever we learn from our time and use that otherwise like right you know that chapter is closed and i never want to reopen it no <laughs> no like we've got eligibility left for days baby but yeah i never want to reopen that ever again no ever i, I feel much better i do too lots of weight off i feel shoulders. i feel a lot more at peace i don't feel so like angry and bothered all the time yeah like There's just, there's no one to impress. There's no playing time to be earned. There's no, you know, Get in for extra reps to impress this person. No, no, there's nothing. Like, now at my internship, people are just impressed with what I bring to the table, who I am as a person. I don't have to be anyone else. No. I I am what I am, and if if that's what they want to hire on, that's what they're going to hire on. And if not, I'm going to find new opportunities, and I I feel like you're kind of in the same boat, you know? Yeah. I know, I feel like, honestly, like I, this semester, I feel like you and I have just been totally able to be like completely ourselves all the time yeah. because you do have to put on such a face yeah. for oh. volleyball, you know, for, for athletics, you always have to, you can't come in in a pissy mood. Like we talked about that all the time. Like nope. they're, they're, you know, you gotta turn it on the second you walk in the gym. And that was always hard because I'm such an emotions on my sleeve person. Like, you know, this, like mm-hmm. it's bad. And so I, it's just, 
And yet, I don't think it should be looked at as bad. I feel like it's... I actually have never seen it as a bad thing. I don't think until so Until I got here. I until I played college athletics. And this was a Hofstra issue, too. This was always an issue for sports. That I was always such a hard-on-my-sleeve person. Which I feel like that is what's made, like, our friendship work. Yeah. You and I are so just open, open. with each other. Yeah. And we can just tell. Mm, she doesn't want to talk about something. Or yeah. she's got her own thing going. Like... Oh, yeah. I have to say we have one of the most solid relationships. Yeah. Out of a lot of people. And I Yeah, I do too. I feel like it really, truly is so um, genuine mm-hmm. and just, like, pure. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. And that's, like, my... And, and, you know, that's such a good thing about college. You can walk away with, like... I, I feel like I genuinely, like, my relationship with volleyball and, you know... volleyball here has been so up and down and so much you know not playing and playing and quitting and coming back and all of this and I think I would do it again because then we could still be friends yeah you're 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 a good reason (laughs) (laughs) but uh I know Julie and I were actually talking about it today if both of us hadn't transferred and if we had just started out as freshmen if if her and I would be just as good as friends and I'd like to think my answer at the end of the day is yes I think I think we would have like still been I think we would have gravitated we had a magnetic pull towards each other I think so too (laughs) it was just like the perfect time I always tell Lisa I don't think we would have been as funny because (laughs) we had we had no one literally no one Yeah. Because we were in such a weird yes. transfer. Like, you know, we weren't going to be super close with the freshman group that was massive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, no. you know, a lot younger. And yet the upperclassmen was we're also minuscule. I, but they already were friends. Right. So it, Julie and I were just chilling. shoved into this. Our own group. Friendship, and I'm Our not upset group. about it no. at all. No, I'm not either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... I don't really have anything. Did you have any other points you wanted to make? No. I feel like we... wrapping up. We, like, yeah. I I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, we're, again, like, I don't want to sit here and crap on, you know, college athletics. It is truly, like, such a special thing. And if you have the opportunity to play, like, it is such a blessing because some people never get that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't... College athletes make up such, like, a small percentage or something. And you're good enough. And you're good enough. You're good enough to be here and do it and... And, I mean, there will always be toxic wherever you go. Like, we're all humans. There's always going to be something. But make sure you step back. mm -hmm. Smell the roses a little bit. Yep. Look at your life as a whole and... Take a breath. And it, it truly, it truly is worth it. But, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. I have no idea when I will be back to shoot. I know... You know, guys, check out my articles. I, I do write articles every... I Now I'm writing articles. Oh. I just did one on the women's golf team, which was fun because I, I got to sit on one of their Zoom meetings. And then I'm going to do some senior spotlights for them. And I think I might do some senior spotlights for women's lacrosse too. Right on. So anyways, thank you for listening. I'll see you guys whenever I see you.